0: Yo, yo,
1: yo, we live on location, man. It's the Knuckleheads. We had to come in and give y'all a tap in right before round two really get going and let y'all know how we have been feeling and what we thinking about this round one of playoffs action, man. Black man, you know we got to start right with the business that happened last night. LeBron and the Lakers put away the Memphis Grizzlies and sent them home after everything that's been going on in that series and that little storyline from all season long. What do you think of that series, Black? Tell me your opinion.
0: I'm gonna say from the get-go, I had the Lakers beating them. Uh, I felt it was a bad matchup. I felt uh, they wanted probably the Timberwolves in that first round more than the Lakers. I felt that was matchup was bad for them, especially not having two of their big guys, uh, Steve, uh, Steven Adams and stuff like that. I just felt it was Randy a bad Clark. matchup for them to get. Uh, man, I, this lesson learned. You know, I ain't gonna get on get on them like everybody else getting on them and so forth on. But I hope it's a lesson learned, man. You see a, a a two seed, they worked hard to get that two seed all year to get in position to get home court advantage, to get in position to win some games and and get a lighter seed and get to the next round. So, uh, man, lesson learned. But uh, shout out to the Lakers, man, pulling it off, man. Shout out to LeBron James, you're 20 doing his thing, man, shout out to AD, man, stepping up and doing what he's supposed to be doing. And uh, man, I look forward to seeing Lakers in the next round.
1: Yeah, man, I agree with you. I felt that, you know, the Lakers hit a stride right at the end of the season, going into the playoffs, and it was a a good scenario for them. Um, I think, you know, they had some good motivation with the back and forth, with everything, with Dylan Brooks and, you know, the Ja Morant saying that he was fine in the West and all of that. I think it was a lot of lot of motivation for the Lakers. And um, like you say, it's, it's, it's definitely a learning lesson for the Memphis Grizzlies, man. They got to, I think I saw Ja say it. You know, he was saying how LeBron is like the blueprint as far as, you know, being professional on and off the court. And I think he's learned a great deal from what he's been through this year. And I hope he's going to be better moving forward because of it. But um, I think, yeah, man, I think the Grizzlies definitely have some growing and maturing to do as a basketball team. Forget about all the other stuff, you know, that's part of it when you're young, but definitely a learning lesson, man. I think definitely, you know, those guys go home this summer and, you know, they get they, they big guys back and get back here a little healthier. I think they'll be better for it next year.
0: Yeah, I definitely think they'll be better, but uh, I think this year should be looking for a veteran to bring some type of veteran leadership in that locker room, so. Uh, Hopefully they get a nice, solid veteran to bring another dynamic to the table. But I think that's just what they miss, and just a veteran. They still a good team, and uh, man, good year for the Grizzlies. They fall hard, but you know we see the Lakers move on. Yeah, man.
1: Shout out, Darvin Ham, man. Doing a good job, making some adjustments, putting different things in place, and uh, getting them guys. What do you think of AD, man? AD actually had a solid, you know, what I'm saying he stepped up first in blocks, first in plus minus, even though I don't care about that stat. Second in rebounds yeah. is for for big men though. So, I mean, what do you think of AD? The way he's responded to some of the stuff he's been going through.
0: Uh, you know. I don't know if people believe this or not, but like, man, the Lakers are only gonna go as far as how good AD plays, how good he played defensively, how good he played offensively. And sometimes it ain't all about AD scoring 40 points or so on that, it's just his presence on the game. So uh, for them to continue to move up in rounds and if they they lucky enough to get past this second round, it's gonna have to be AD playing the way he played in this series, you know, big time games rebounding defensively, scoring. So yeah, man, shout out to AD, man, to be back on the stage and doing this thing. Oh hey, yeah, man, I do want
1: to take a second to say, you know, uh, to the young boy, Dylan Brooks, man, he taking a lot of heat and taking a lot of flack, but uh, you know, we played in this game, Black, and it, it, being in his position, it take a lot of heart, a lot of courage to do what he did, you know what I'm saying? That even you know, step up and say anything against a, a a a figure in this game like a LeBron James when you know that yeah. it's almost a winless battle you fight him. So I mean I think what he was trying to do was trying to give his team some some energy and, you know, give his team an advantage from from him trying to step up and get inside LeBron's head or do anything. But I mean just you know, we playing in the league know how difficult it is to step up on a public, you know, platform and say anything against the figure in the league, you know what I'm saying? It's like everybody's going to come at you, and he he dealt with it. I mean, it's not an easy situation, but, I mean, anybody out there, you got to give them respect for not being afraid to step up to the plate and, and, you know, step up and put, put that challenge out to try and put his team in a better position. I mean, it didn't work. I mean, but we, you and I know, D, it's a lot of people that wouldn't step up and even say anything or challenge or go against LeBron And I'm not saying it was smart or the best thing for him to do, but I do acknowledge that it took courage and, you know, he put himself in a position that nobody wants to be in. You know, he's being, you know, uh, talked about, memed and everything like that, but I think... We as players that's been in that league, we know that a lot of people will run away from that situation, and it takes a lot of courage for him to even step up and put himself in that position to be criticized in this way. And, um, you know, he, he, I didn't like the fact that, you know, he didn't come to the press conference after the one game, but I think outside of that, everything else, you know, he, he's taking it like a man, and I think he'll be better for it when he comes back next year.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's after one game. I think he did like three games in a row where he ain't, he to yeah, step up and. That's kind of that. That's the only. That's the only thing that I didn't yeah, really like uh, about it and all that. And I, I use Derek Rose quote. I respect what he did with LeBron and all that because it's like, why not me? Why 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 not our team? Why exactly. why not our team trying to win it? And that's just all it is. Like man, yeah, I know the narrative. Sometimes you got a bigger fan base than me, but shit, I want to win too. So that's how I just looked at it when he first initially did it. But you, young fella, you gotta stick through it. It's okay, it's okay to lose. It's okay to to put it all out there on the line and sometimes you come up short. But the thing about it is, is you putting it on the line. So, uh, shout out to Dylan Brooks. I hope it's a learning experience for him and I hope he come back better next year.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I didn't know it was three games. I didn't like that you, you know, if you gonna talk, talk it like it, you gotta walk it like it and stand up there and take it, but you know, Think he learned from that, man. Let's move on. We got the Warriors and the Kings. The Yay area is going to Game Seven. (laughs) Hey, look, this 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 series been lit though, boy. You got De'Aaron Fox going crazy. You got Steph going crazy. Yeah. You got
0: ejections.
1: You got suspensions. Yeah. Malik
0: (laughs) Monk coming off the bench going crazy. Yeah. It's it's been a lot. What you got in this game seven? What do you think so far? I I might have I think Golden State might have fucked up. <laughs> like, like I think oh. they might have messed up. Messed up. Uh, I think they chance of having it because, man, when you get in them game sevens and man, sometimes it's just not your day. Anything can happen. Anything can happen, just not your day. They got home, court advantage. Uh, man, they, they had them at home to do what they do, and it was one of them games for Golden State that they just couldn't really click or get it going. And uh, man, Mike Brown got them boys playing hard, man. He got them young boys going, and he got them young boys fearless. And uh, man, it's, it's exciting to see. I think this matchup, they didn't really want to see. I think this matchup, both of them probably preferred to see them later on. Because they're so much similar, they they push the pace, uh, running gun, shooting team. Uh, they might have messed up. I think they chances, they chance has messed up. I thought go, I thought uh, the Kings messed up their chance by losing Game Three when Draymond was, was down. Every game been good, but I think Golden State might have messed up by losing this Game Six going back to sack. I don't know if they can win two games in sack. I'ma fall short. Because I got you know like
1: until I see somebody go ahead and put Steph and, and, and them boys down, I I can't like I definitely feel I feel uneasy going having to go back to, to Sacramento for Game Seven, but I'm I'm a, I'm a fall shot of saying Sac gonna get him just because I think I think that you know this is where that 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 we've been here before, that we've been through these fires and we've been here time and time again. I think this, mm-hmm. like a game seven, could be when it matters the most. And I think, you know, the Kings don't know what this feels like. None of them. They've never been to the playoffs before this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, a, well, not not all of but like, you know what I'm saying? They haven't, they haven't had this type of experience in this, this this run and deep playoffs and going seven games and stuff like that. I, I feel like that's that should be what Golden State has in their back pocket over them. But at the same time, like you said, Mike Brown, just being an assistant coach, he has he knows literally them inside out and what they do. And I think he's got Sacramento as prepared as they can be. But um, I still got to go with the old heads. And I think, you know, with, with their veteran experience and what they know going through and being battle tested, I think they, they should be able to pull it out in the game when All chips is down mm-hmm. and anything going to go. But... You gotta give a lot, a lot of credit and a lot of respect to them boys, man. Fox, Monk, the rookie Keegan Murray has been shooting yeah. that thing off the charts and just playing out of his mind. Big Sabonis has been hooping, man. The the coach Mike Brown has done a great job, and so man, this is yeah. a great series. So I, I I can't wait for Game Seven, but I'm I'm still I gotta I gotta say I'm I think the Warriors gonna pull it out, man. I'm gonna go with the old Wiley experience right here. Okay. Hey, this now this next one, you know, I I got I got you know this one is feeling good to me now. This Heat beating the Milwaukee Bucks now, you know I got I got yeah. a little love, got a lot of love for Heat Nation now. That was look look, Jimmy I,
0: buckets.
1: <laughs> That's yeah. all I'm gonna say is Jimmy
0: buckets.
1: My yeah,
0: I, goodness. I gotta admit that I, I definitely didn't think the Heat was gonna beat the Bucs. Uh, <laughs> no. I didn't think the Heat was gonna beat the Bucks even with Giannis uh, going down game one. I, I still thought the Bucs as a team was gonna beat the Heat. Uh, man, Jimmy Buck is 90, 98 points in two games. Like man, I ain't seen a performance <laughs> like that. since LeBron against Golden State like uh, almost 10 years ago. Like uh, that was just amazing to see them two games from Jimmy Butler, shout out to him. He one of my favorite player, but shout out to the Miami Heat, man. They believed when nobody else in the world probably believed in them and uh, they got it done. Like I say, I I didn't have them winning it. It makes it interesting now to see them move on to the next round. Uh, It, it it gives a whole dynamic. This year it's been, it's it's kind of been like, man, like the NCAA tournament, man. Like the, the top seeds don't, <laughs> it's not instant stone that the top seeds is going to the championship. And that's a, a strong case of like the number one seed getting knocked off. And man, that, that was a, a beautiful thing to watch. You remember the day of that game, we was talking
1: and you said, you, you I, I said. Well, what you think about you, like man? I don't know you. I, and I told you, I say, listen, I don't know if I didn't know if Miami was gonna put them out that night, which they actually did. They eliminated them that. But you remember yeah. I, I said, I don't know if they're gonna win tonight. You I mean say, but I don't row, see yeah. Miami losing three games three in a in row. row. They three not. They they, they they built to. They built for this. They. I can't just see them. And this series going the way it was, like them with, the, with, with everything, the momentum and everything, where it was at that point that day, I didn't see them losing three games in a
0: row. And
1: then they yeah, went out see. and took care of that business that same night.
0: Yeah, I didn't see, because I, cause I would, you know what, what threw me off is because after a 56 performance, I wasn't expecting Jimmy Butler to come back with a 42. I was expecting, yeah, 23, 24 night, <laughs> but with a loss in my, in, in Milwaukee. But nah, man, Jimmy Butler, hey, 98 points in two games, man, that's Jordan-like right there. Man, listen, Jimmy talking all that stuff, talking, man, I just be
1: hooping, I just be this, man. Listen, I don't know what happened, but when it come down to that playoff, he go inside somewhere and put on a superhero cape and click a button and and he become a different Jimmy Buckets, boy, because I don't know the, how many people you could sit there and say, like, it's not like he pedestrian. He's an all-star, all-NBA type player during the season, yeah. but, like, when he gets to the postseason, he becomes something different. He yeah, was, I'm like, in the, 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 the way he was out there, he's on their home court pointing, saying, this is my shit, to being demonstrative, talking crazy, in people's face, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. to get 98 and two games in that fashion, like, you know the 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 timeliness of it, the the tit for tat. They score like I got like man. That boy oh, was in, a, in another zone, boy. That was like, man, big. you know me. I got love for the Heat. Shout out to LaSpostra, Nostra, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Chris, yeah. Chris Quinney, my former teammate. now nah, about to be a head coach somewhere real soon. Malik Allen, same thing. CB, Saran, Karan Butler, same thing, man. A lot of homies over there with the Heat, man. I'm super geek for them doing their thing. And they on to the next, bro. It's, it's crazy. I couldn't even... Couldn't even imagine Milwaukee not. You know they was one of my power players. What you think of yeah. what? What you think about what Giannis said, bro? When when he kept getting asked about failing and all of this and that, and, and like you could see him get a little testy and get a little upset. What do you think about that little moment he had with the reporter?
0: Yeah, I thought I felt it was it was uh it was time for it. Like we in a new day and age. You know, sometimes we get in our superhero mode and we just be in our mode and. Yeah, we 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 feel like we failed if we didn't win a championship and so forth on. But like, let's let's get to reality—the reality of the situation. Like, he's 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 speaking real real facts and real real truth. It's not a failure. No NBA player that's, that's that's getting the opportunity to play in the NBA and make money and do what they do is a failure. You know what I'm saying? But did we fail this season? Did we did we? Our expectations was high. Yeah, it, it was that. But you know. Throwing that word failure out there is, is just, it, it's a thin line between. Like I, I tell some of the former players when I see them and they don't have the same confidence, it'd be like, man, you can't let people make you feel like you haven't accomplished shit in life. You know what I'm saying? And and that's just, that's just the fact of it. You can't make them feel like they haven't accomplished nothing. Yeah, they down and out, but like when you go to that extreme, and I'm just glad we got a player like that representing this league and representing former players and current players and speaking the truth.
1: Nah, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with him and I, I feel like, you know, it's one of them things, like, if you think about it, like, cause I used to think about this a lot when I was in the, well, not when I was, well, kind of when I was in the league when I was leaving the league, but like, you know me, bro. Like, I won in, in, in high school all the way up, all the way through. We yeah. got to college. I didn't I didn't win no championship, but you know what I'm saying? We weren't no losers, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it was like, when you get to the league, it's one of them things. You got 82 games a year, and it take, like, everybody, even the people that's won champions, and you hear Charles Barkley and people that didn't, everybody talk about how hard it is and how much has to happen for somebody to win a championship and for it to come together. And so, for me, I had to, you know, it got to a point in the league where I had to evaluation like damn like I am I like hell no you're not no loser. Like you don't send it. what what made me know I wasn't a loser because I knew I prepared. I knew I did things the right way. I went summers mm-hmm. I worked my ass off in the summer when it came to the season I was where I was supposed to be. I showed up on time. I was there doing my work doing the doing the things I was supposed to do. As long as you go about things and you doing things in a professional manner and you doing things that you supposed to do to max out and check your boxes and, and, and show up and be who you supposed to be Like, bro, you not no fail, you playing in the hardest league in the world, the top league of what you do, period, ever. And as long as you not disrespecting the craft or disrespecting the sport or your teammates and things like that, and you showing up and you giving it full full tilt, like, some people gonna have good games some days, some days you not. But like, as long as you can look at your teammates and your peers and know that you doing what you supposed to do to, to, to show up every day and to be a pro, like bro, you not no fucking failure. No way, no way, shape, form, or fashion. You are excelling at the at the highest level of your of your craft. Like no way are you a failure. You not a champion. You know what I'm saying? As far as like having the having the trophy and getting the title, but
0: like well, you got me twisted. Not a champion this year. Bro, I
1: never got a championship in the NBA, and you still can't tell me that I ain't winning in life. <laughs> like, so yeah. what you talking about? I ain't fair. Yeah. I just didn't. I just didn't win the NBA championship, and hey, yeah. that ain't for everybody. That's okay. But like, you're not gonna tell me that I'm not a champion in life, and I don't, I'm not a champion in my family, and I don't do things, and I ain't showed up big in the way that I supposed to. Yeah, Damn it's, that. It's,
0: it's, it's a thin line, and and. And people who haven't never played, like Jay, I'm gonna use JJ Riddick term, people who have never played at a high level in a sports thing, sometimes you just don't understand. You know, you you just don't understand the work and the and the effort you put in to this. You can't fail when you put this much effort and work in to get to the highest level possible to play this game. So. You no, know, it is what it is, but I'm, I'm glad that he said it. I'm glad how he articulated it. Yep. I'm glad how he stopped and didn't make it personal. And I'm glad how he used the, the greatest player in the, ever to play the game as an example exactly. of what he was talking about. So uh, shout out to Giannis, man. Man, I'm a big fan and he just made me even more fan by speaking the words after that press conference. Straight up, straight up.
1: No, we got to talk about our Clippers, man. Sons eliminated our Clippers, but, oh, man. Did our hopes come crashing fast, man. Injury after freaking injury, and here we are being eliminated when we thought we had. We definitely had a punching chance, man. And I, even, even with PG being out, after Kawhi showed up in game one and two the way he did, I had newfound hope. I was like, look. If we gonna have Kawhi like this, and you know, Russ doing what he doing, shout out to the Brody, shout out to the Brody, cause he was doing his thing, but like, I was sitting there like, man, I didn't think it was gonna be possible without PG, but like, if we can play like this, this series is like, it, we can be competitive. Then I, uh, Kawhi got hurt, bro, I was hurt after that. I, that was like a kaboom, gut punch. I was just like.
0: <laughs> I'ma I'm, I'm say this. Man, and if we ever can get healthy, like if we ever can get healthy, I feel like we will, the Clippers will win a championship. I feel like we was one of the most deepest team. Man, shout out to the Clippers team as a whole. Coaching staff, all the guys who stepped up, Storm and Norman, Marcus Morris, man, Brody. Brody, I always knew you was a you was a Clipper type player, but you just didn't know you was a Clipper type player, cause you know they everybody grew up being a Laker, a Laker fan when you in L.A. But you you bleed Clipper blood, man. It's it's it was a perfect marriage. It was a perfect decision. I'm glad to see you happy and good spirits, and I'm glad to see how he was playing that series. But I'm gonna leave it at this. I ain't gonna go too much in detail. If we ever got healthy, man, the league is in trouble, and the Clippers are gonna win the championship if we ever can get it right and get healthy and keep it moving. But shout out to the Suns, that that Devin Booker and that KD <laughs> is, is, is a fucking problem, and it's scary. Only thing I only thing I got about the Suns is as man trying to find other guys to step up because you do need them others. You need other guys to step up and play good. Some of the guys I ain't never even really seen before. I thought Birdman was back in the league at one point. Uh, <laughs> the one guy I ain't I ain't even seen him before, but but man, that 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 KD and that Devin Booker one-two punch, is heavy, and they they throwing they throwing knockout blows. So I'm interested to see how far they can go. Uh, hopefully them other the other guys uh, CP you know, all the other guys, they can step up and help them out, and uh, they gonna be a tough out. Uh, yeah, man, Devin Booker was
1: out of his mind. Him, D Book was playing on another level, looking like MVP of the league, all team, all first team and everything else, where like, you know, definitely looking like the best player in the playoffs right now, the way he was killing. But um, for me, man, to see Russ get back to like, cool. The points and all that was cool. Points, statistics, and everything was cool. My thing, what made Russ Westbrook my favorite player for all those years when I was, you know, when he was just my guy, I'm like how, how it was his passion. It was his energy. He was how hard he played. It didn't matter about stats or nothing. It was like possession after possession. As a former player, watching somebody go out there and leave it out there like that, like the he reminded me. You remember how we used to marvel at like how KG, how how he could lock in and come with this intensity and be be batshit crazy the whole game and like like talk about like boy I'd be exhausted after the game like like that's how I feel when I watch Russ and like for him to go through everything he went through just down the hallway with the Lakers you know what I'm saying then get to the Clippers and you read the quote he was like as soon as the trade happened I felt better and you could see the effects of that when he played, he got with the Clippers and he got back to that rust that everybody was used to seeing. That dude that just played like balls out crazy, just played hard as hell, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it was like, that was what, that was the only thing that was missing from him. I feel like when he was going through everything, that kind of got taken, the joy was being taken away. And I feel like when he got back to the Clippers, you saw you saw him back doing his dance and shit. You saw him yeah. back being a Brody. And I think like, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was happy for him that he got to get that experience. Cause like, nobody want to come to the fucking crib, bro. Like come to the crib and have to, you know, have an experience like that. And I was glad that, you know, the Clippers was right there. He had PG, he had guys that, you know, embraced him and made him feel at home and feel more like himself and gave him the ability to go out there and and, and turn that around and do his thing, man. Cause like, he came out there and he was something spectacular. He tried to, he tried to wheel them to it like damn that by itself after, obviously PG was out, but after Kawhi go down like, Brody was showing up. He was going crazy on that, like you know what I'm saying? Like we started getting to rock the baby back. I'm like, yeah, this is like, this is the energy. So man, like shout out to them, man. Shout out to the Clippers whole front office, man. Like you said, if it wasn't for them injuries, man, we a damn show still be be in it and trying to fight, but like, you know things happen and it is what it is. Like KD and D Book and, and CP, man, they gonna be a tough out the rest of the way. But we gonna we gonna move on. We gonna move on. The Knicks and Cavs. You see orange and blue skies, boy. What you what you think yeah, of that's,
0: that? That's surprising. That's surprising for me. Uh, even though I, I've been liking how the Knicks been playing all year. Uh, shout out to the Knicks. I had the Cavs beating them. I, I thought the not. Cavs were oh. I thought the Cavs was an overall better team. I thought they would they had, they had a little bit more depth than them. Man, shout out to Jalen Brunson, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jalen Brunson, man. He showed his ass. He did his thing. He uh the matchup with him and Garland, he won that matchup. And um uh, at one point, it looked like all they had was Donovan Mitchell and, and they were looking for the rest of the guys to step up. Shout out to the Knicks as a city, a whole, everything. I think Boy. the fans need to calm a little bit down <laughs> that just starting to piss me off. Like, like, y'all ain't won no championship. Like, they all outside hooping and all sorts go of new, shit. New York, go, New York, go. Yeah. yeah, get off me, here, man. It's lit, boy. But shout out to the Knicks, man, closing that series off. And shout out to Jalen Brunson, man. Man, you worked every penny that they gave you, man, and you showing it every game you play, man. I love the way you play. Put your head down and get into work. Hey man,
1: first of all, definitely, definitely
0: big shout out to Jalen
1: Brunson. Like he, like I said this earlier in the season, to me, he been the MVP of that team. He's, 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 uh, for somebody to come in in a situation like he did. Cause I was kind of worried, you know, how the Knicks fan base can be and how it is. And like, they made a big, big, big stink about when they signed him last year. And I was like, man, they might be putting a little bit too much on him, And like, you know what I'm saying? You know how the pressure and expectations could be in New York, man. Brunson showed up and over-delivered. He, he was better than I ever could have imagined that he would be, and I thought he was going to be good, but, like, he, to me, should have been an all-star this year. Boy went crazy, He got poised, and um the other part, to me, what's helped them in this playoffs and, like, toward the end of the season right to this playoffs is them getting Josh Hart. Like them two Villanova boys, bro, like they are the heart and soul of this team right now to me. They are what like the engine that makes it go. Obviously, Brunson is putting up them points, but like Hart is like that. He he's that that glue guy. He might get an offensive rebound and break your back. He might get a charge or get a steal. It might be something intang. Or he might hit a three or something, but it'd be like he stay in the mix of being right there in the thick of things when it's really going down. But man, yeah. I think I, I like you said, you gave you gave uh love to the Knicks fans bro like first of all that was the difference to me I feel like when them boys from Cleveland got to the garden and got to the city and got to the when they seen that I think I saw Jared Allen say something about it like yo that garden is a different animal like yeah everybody said I wanna this the biggest stage on earth and I want to go and I want to yeah you do want to do that but it's called the biggest stage on earth for a reason. And when you get in there, the way they were, that crowd was bananas. Boy, you could feel That's that energy through the, through the TV. And I'm telling you, as those dudes from Cleveland, they wasn't ready for that. Uh, they were They're That um. kind of overwhelmed them, bro, I'm telling you. And the th- other part about that is that the Knicks fans, shout out to Knicks fans, bro. The Knicks fans was fucking traveling. They was in Cleveland heavy. They on the streets, they partying, they they showing up to the game. Or they like, look, Knicks fans are ready for this moment, boy. You hear me? They ready for whatever coming. They going to be loud as they could be. They going to be the best fans or some of the best fans in these playoffs, bro. But, like, man, shout out to Tibbs, too, bro. Tibbs out there making making moves like I was watching, bro. Like, you know, Julius Randle being his go-to guy, his all-star. He left Randall on the bench for that game when they was when they was closing out, and, and Ob was playing well, and they had other players that was hooping. That ain't easy to do. That ain't easy to do. I didn't like that Randall skipped the little thing afterwards, the little media and left. But like, bro, like to do that, that's a that's a that you know this your guy. You've been rolling with him. He one of the top leaders and minutes on the team to do that to make those those are the coaches that you know like he locked in. This ain't about number winning, bro. He ain't got no personal vendetta. Like, that's his guy. You know what I'm saying? But, like, this is when you really know when you got to look at your coach and have some respect. Like, bro, look what he just did to him. This shit ain't personal. Like, he put him, set him down because what was happening? It was We was winning. And those are the moments you found out, like, this is what he really about. We about winning. Now um, we we, 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 can, we can move on. Get to your Lou boy.
0: You want to talk about your Lou boy, Baby J? Yeah, man. Man, I thank my team to uh, – to come out the East, uh, okay. I think uh, a few little hiccups, a few little adjustment errors uh, during this series, but man, you know, when you play against a player like Ice Trey, you have, sometimes he make you have problems like that, you uh, know, but they closed out the series. I think uh, him and Jalen Brown, man, the combination of them two, two all NBA players, uh, I think they're still on the road to success, man. I think they just handled business, uh, did what they do. I thought the Hawks fought. But I'm interested uh, – I don't really want to talk about the Celtics. I'm just interested in the Hawks and their moves, man. Quinn Snyder came in half of the, half of the year. I feel like he did a great job this series. I feel like he, he made a nice little bond with Trey Young. I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to do this summer. But uh, shout-out to the Celtics moving on to the next round. Yeah, man. Celtics, you know what I'm saying? Definitely a powerhouse out here
1: in the East, man. As much as we talk about, you know, Brown and and obviously Tatum, those two guys is all NBA players and they unbelievable. And, you know, they gon' they, if they don't hoop, it ain't even a chance for the Celtics. But like, we got to talk about they depth, bro. Derek White, all of these guys, they got coming in is this, you know what I'm saying? That Make key impactful plays on the team. Like Derek White was play was player of the week this year in the in the league at some point. Like, yeah. come on, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? He hit 20 plus. Man of the year. Yeah, bro You know all of that. Like they they got a really deep roster. That's what really makes me feel like they are like you say a team to come out of the East and a team you know one of the teams to be especially with Milwaukee going down already getting put down. Like they was a team yeah. that I felt like had a chance to really get them a problem, and with them being yeah. out of the picture, that's that's a whole different story. But man, definitely agree with that. Shout out to the Celtics for for, you know handling business and moving on. Even though you know, like Baby J said, y'all had to y'all messed up Janet Jackson concert. That ain't right. But you know, he apologized. It's all good. But like, listen, I won't talk about Trey Young, bro. Come on now, let's be real. You ain't got to like everybody, but we not gonna be out here lying. That man was voted the most overrated player in the league by his peers. Nah, yeah, come on, now, D man We got to call BS on that. Like, I, I don't care. Right. Like, like you might not like him. Y'all could have problems with his, whatever. I don't even know whatever problems you got with him. But to me, when you see something like that, that's a clear. I don't like this guy because the yeah. game, the game is there. You can't, you can't, you can't lie about what the hell we watch when that boy get on that court. He a bad boy. Ice <laughs> train ain't no am. joke. You can feel how you want to feel, whether it's whatever with the coaches and all, whatever opinions you got about him is cool, you can have an opinion. Everybody is entitled to one, but we gotta tell the truth. The kid ain't yeah. overrated, the boy is a bona fide baller. And he he's he, he, proven, small he's as he fun. is, the, two years ago he walked through the whole league, on the in the playoffs. He went through New York, smacked them up. Milwaukee, he was walking through everywhere, cold as ice, doing his little thing and smacking people. That's not overrated, bro. Now y'all ain't got to like me, but you gotta tell the truth about me. You can't say that I'm overrated. You can say I don't mm-hmm. like him, say I don't like him, I don't like how he do this, or I don't like how, he... but what, like I got game. I'm cold, mm-hmm. I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about nothing else, they gotta give that man his due respect about his actual basketball game. Mm-hmm. He cold, I Trey Young yeah. is cold, like give him that respect man, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely with that.
1: Nuggets T Wolves. Nuggets T Wolves. Denver still strong, boy. They they that that top seed out there, boy. Denver ain't, you know, it's a lot of horseplay going on all around them, but they about business right now.
0: Yeah, uh this series and the seventy six series, uh, I think like them was for sure was like ass kickings. Like uh Denver <laughs> did what they pos did what they posed to do. Uh shout out to Anthony Elvis for Winning them a game, winning them a game, to making it a gentleman sweep instead of a flat out sweep. But uh, Denver, like I say, I've been saying all year, one of the most deepest teams in the league, if not the deepest team in the league. They got 12 strong, and they just handled their business as being the number one seed. So uh, I don't really got too much to say about that series. I'm looking forward to Denver next round against the Suns. I
1: can't be mad at that man. I I feel the same way. The Nuggets was never in doubt for me that that first round series. I felt like they handled their business like they were supposed to. And you're right, we ain't really gotta say much about them. They they the top dog out there, and I feel like they this next series, like you say, the next series where I want to see what they gonna do. Sixers Nets, man, the same thing. The big fella, MB hopefully he can return from injury. That's the only thing I wish about these playoffs, man. These playoffs have been, I tweeted it the other day. These playoffs have been unbelievable. I've been enjoying game by game, series by series. The only thing I, I wish it was like, like 2K, like NBA 2K, where we could go to the settings and flip the little thing and the injuries off. That's the yeah. only problem right now. Too well, I think I
0: think to me, man, Embiid, he imposed a lot of his injuries on himself to me. like. That damn Too falling. much falling. You gotta fall too better. Much, too much falling. Like I used to tell Wade, right? that. Like why you fall yeah. so
1: much? And he too big to fall how he fall. He fall he, like a rag he, dog when he fall like damn.
0: Yeah, he, he he's too big, he's too skilled, and he's too smart to be falling and to be going through some of the stuff he did. He gotta protect himself. He's legit skilled like that. He know how to protect himself and something. Sometimes you can't, you gotta let this go. Sometimes you gotta let this go. If the game is more, chess than it is checkers. And he's too valuable to that team to for some of the stuff that he has going on. And um I just hope he just started not doing some of the stuff that he's doing. Like he he can't be falling. He can't be jumping over guys. He can't be doing all the extra stuff and getting into the extra stuff because he's too valuable and important to the guy. You you're not the, you're not the garbage man and the no disrespect to Draymond, the Draymond Green type guy. Like you are way more important to your team than that. So uh, hopefully- like that. Yeah, no nah, he's dumb, <laughs> summer, but, but, but just getting into the, the, the rough and then the extra, just the extra stuff that he's getting into. So hopefully uh, he get more smarter. Hopefully he be ready for the next series and I look forward to seeing him against the Celtics.
1: In the round two, right? Which mm-hmm. series and what matchup are you most excited about?
0: In the West Coast, I'm excited to see the Nuggets and the Suns. Uh that's 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 the series that I really wanna see and see how that, that pans out. And I ain't gonna lie, I wanna see that Heat and Knicks series. That's gonna be a that's series. My, that's that, my pick for the next that round. Bring, the Heat Knicks, I feel like that's
1: gonna be that dog fight. I don't I don't yeah. know if we could get, you know, the Flashback to the nineties with PJ Brown flipping Charlie Ward over and all of that and the but I mean the the, the the aesthetics is there. Yeah. OG Pat still looming in the background, sitting there, the Godfather, he in the back, and it's still, you know, the Knicks nation, it is Knicks nation, so it's going you know, that those two, it's just too many different series and too many you know, it was a it was a it's a story rivalry, man. It's like you once you see those teams going together in the playoffs, I saw Big Zoe. Big Zoe tweeted something, like, Yeah, let's get it. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you like you know that this is one of them old fashioned ones right here that you you just hope it live up to what you want it to be because it's got the it's got the makings for the dog fight. You got Jimmy, you got Jalen Brunson, you got some dogs just in there. You you know these two fan bases is gonna be, cause the thing that a lot of people, the normal person might not know, you go to a Miami Heat game and it's Miami versus New York. It could be about 60-40 on the fan part. Like it's yeah, gonna be so New many New York fans already. in there, so it's gonna, it's gonna be interesting to have. Hey, see hey
0: how... I don't mean to cut you off, but man, come on. Hey, UD. Ud, come on now, man. This your last year, man. We don't need you coming off the bench, giving all that testosterone all on, on guys, man. It, it, calm it down, Ud, man. Hey, sit back in your rocking chair and just enjoy this this good playoffs, man. And hey, and hey, Black. Don't don't do. I don't see that no more. I don't know everything,
1: but the, what I do know about Ud, some was said or done and he didn't like. <laughs> Because you know him. You DB just chilling until he just ain't chilling. And I'm telling you, when I, I, I watched the replay about five, six times. I haven't reached out to him and said or made any comment or asked him what happened. But I've seen that enough times, and I know that enough times to know that some was said, or some action or gesture was done that he didn't like, because he was over here talking, and then something happened, and he reacted and beeline straight over there and saying, "Oh shit, <laughs> I, I didn't seen this U D before, and it and it wasn't this wasn't the first time he been feeling some type of way, and it was just like all right, he ain't got no more no more rope, and I saw that U D, so I'm, I'm gonna get to that later afterwards to talk to him about, it, but I already know without even knowing that that's what happened with U D. You know, All right, I so who
0: who, who who you got in the second round? Let's go go off uh, every series. Who you got in the second round? Who you, who your picks for the second round? Nuggets, Suns. I I'm not being disrespectful to
1: Denver, but I I'm picking the Suns. Okay. I say the Warriors will beat the Kings. So okay. I, so I say Lakers, Warriors, and actually it don't matter. Whoever wins between the Warriors and the Kings, they beating the Lakers. I think. okay, okay, and Heat Knicks. Ooh, this is the one right here. I do not know. I kind of like. Okay, I feel like just like the seeds. I feel like the Knicks have more firepower, mm-hmm. especially with you know Tyler Hero being heard and yada yada yada. So. Hmm but I just don't know. I can't just count out Jimmy. I mm-hmm. just, the way he playing and the way he showing up right now and the way the team rallying mm-hmm. with him, this is like, let's go to Celtic Sixers. I want to come back to that. Cause I don't want to say yet. I, I, have mm-hmm. a, I have a definitive answer for Celtic Sixers. I think the Celtics will win. I think, you know, Tatum and Brown, I, I click in the way they supposed to be. Then you got Big M B. We his, his health is questionable, so I, I'm I'm not I'm not sure how how that's gonna look. And then you know,
0: uh, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> M B. Back to the heat. Back to the heat. Next, you gotta you, you can't just skip over. You gotta say something. Uh,
1: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this man. I think this, and I hope, I hope, I think this could be a seven game series, man, coming down to game seven. And shit, I got to say one, huh? Mm-hmm. Game seven, game seven. I think it goes seven games, and I, I, I'ma i give game seven to, to, to Jimmy. I'ma go with Jimmy mm. Buckets. I'ma go with Jimmy Buckets. I think Jimmy, playing the way he playing right now, I think he could, I think, He's in that mode, man. He got it. He got the big backpack on. He ready to carry him as far as he can.
0: You know what's crazy, man? I I, I don't think I even need to go to this list because I I agree with you a hundred thousand percent on every pick that you done chose. We the yeah, agree. these four guys. like I agree with you, the Suns. I agree with you, Warriors, Kings. We're gonna beat the Lakers. I agree with you with the Heat. And I agree with you, the Celtics. So, uh, man, I don't think I need to go through them in in, in detail of what my thoughts of them, but I definitely agree with you, man. Good picks. Hey,
1: man, hey, look. I know the shout-out we gotta give. Mm -hmm. You know, we always shout-out Bo Bo, and I still do Bo Bo! Still gotta shout-out my guy, but right now, this shout-out gotta go specifically to a teammate of Bobo. Bo. We gotta shout out our young boy Paolo who, who just picked Paolo, up that piece of hardware that we knew it was coming. We knew it wasn't yeah. like we was breaking no news or saying something that nobody else didn't know. Everybody in the league, everybody in the world knew that man was a flat out rookie of the year. The only preposterous part, the absurd part, is that it wasn't unanimous. <laughs> yeah. Whoever, whoever those two folks was that did some other vote stuff, they need to get their life together, but it's okay. My man got yeah. the trophy, it's, it's, it's here in city beautiful where it's supposed to, sitting at the Paolo Bancaro family, man, Like, you know, shout out Paolo, P5. Yeah,
0: shout out. My shout out goes to, man, shout out Jimmy Butler. Oh, man, yeah. them two games was two of the most amazing playoff games I've seen, man. And uh, I'm glad he rubbin' up. And one more shout out, man, shout out to my brother, Russell Westbrook, man, for just being, being back yourself and seeing the life. Back up in you, man. Especially with a Clipper jersey on. And, and, so, yeah, sorry, that's man. what I'm
1: about to say. Throw that on. I I want to see him sign back. That is something. I want to see him back with the Clippers for a show. Yeah. Summertime chilling, working out with PG Kawhi. And we coming into the season with a full head of steam. With some, with, 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 you know, a full training camp. All that, all that, and sign. Bring the Brody back, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hashtag bring Brody back.
0: One more thing. Uh, this is the first playoff, first time that a number one seed. And a number two seed in the playoffs has been knocked off in the same year, and we might get a number three seed too knocked <laughs> off. Random in the stat same of the week. year. That that's never happened ever in the history of the game. So man, shout out to that man. It,
1: that means it's
0: it's a shuffle. Anybody can win it. Yeah, and, it's parity uh,
1: going on. That's what that's that's the best go. part about the playoffs this year, bro. Like we walked in after like having that eight a half a long year stretch with. Cleveland, Cleveland, well, LeBron and the Warriors, <laughs> and then now it's like we don't know who the hell gonna win. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, it's really like that, and like nobody can really be shocked or like, oh my God, if, if one of these teams get beat because it's not really that shocking. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. is kind of, it, it, it's not gonna blow anybody away if this team beats that team because it's it's, it's so so much parity right now in the league. So man shout out to the league right now it's in a great place these playoffs is cracking it's a great watch for everybody for hoop fans man it's going down man this has been another tap in for me and the blackest one live on location we gonna be back we gonna be back we gotta keep checking in with y'all every other game every other series every other everything right now it's lit so tap in with us I want to thank y'all for your continued support of the Knuckleheads podcast. Be sure to give us two taps by writing a review and rating five stars wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can also watch all the episodes on the Players Tribune YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Knuckleheads Podcast. And join our Knuckleheads Facebook group for exclusive content. Thanks again to all of our guests and fans. This wouldn't be possible without y'all.
0: theplayerstribute.com